everybody. This is Erica and Yvette, and this is Mel and Pearl's podcast, episode 39, Your Tribe. No. <laughs> Crazy, 39, huh? Can you believe it? Can no. you believe it? We say that every episode. It's really funny, but but it's true. It's Just true. kind of going from inception to 39 episodes is pretty cool. Um, so that's mind-blowing. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah. So Your Tribe, we've talked about this a lot. And I, I, I found a number of quotes that kind of summarize this. And one of them that I love is, you don't need a certain number of friends. You just need a number of friends you can be certain of. And that is what your tribe is kind of really all about. And we've spoken about the importance of having your tribe. And I'm doing air quotes for you all who can't see me um, <laughs> as, we, as we do this audio. Um, and the importance of who is in that said tribe. You know, over the years... And as I've gotten older, I've become more intentional, and we've used that word a lot, more intentional, and I've become relentlessly focused on doing what serves me best. And what doing that serves me best is not just what I need to do, but who's around me, my boundaries, who's there for me. We all know that Erica is one of my besties, and well, she is the bestie of all the besties. Um, and <laughs> she is in; she is the queen of my tribe. She's in my tribe, and I don't have, you know, fifty million people that I can say are in my tribe. I actually have four people who are actually in my tribe. Very small, and your tribe is, I say, is who you can count on one hand. Because once you get onto two hands, the quality of your tribe kind of, I kind of say, kind of, kind of depletes. Because there's not, for me, I don't have 10 people that I could call or just hand my checkbook over to and just go do me if I have something to go do. Or 10 people that I could call and um, just be like, hey, it's three o'clock in the morning, I need you to do a blah. Um, they'd be like, got my keys, I'll see you in 15. There's Your tribe is a certain small number of people who got your back while you're dealing with the shiznits in the front. And you don't have to worry about any of that. They speak your name when you're in the room, when you're not in the room. They got you when you, when you don't even know you need to be got. That's yeah. your tribe. I don't know, Erica, what do you think? Yeah, I mean... I- my tribe is a little bit bigger than four, but, but (laughs) a little bit, a little bit, but, but, um, they are people that I know if I make a phone call in the middle of the night that, you know, they're going to be, they're the people, my favorites, you understand what I'm saying? And I'm in their favorite. So, you know, that person, you know, when you set them on your phone and they could call you at any time of the day, (laughs) your phone won't go to silent if they call you at midnight. You know, those are those yep, people. Yep, and, yep. I, and I feel yep. feel the same way. But I do agree. It's not 20 people. It's not, you know, it's not a big number. It is really uh, uh, whatever that number is for you people out there. But it's not a big number because you're right. It kind of gets diluted when you have, you know, a lot of people because these are the people you're saying you trust the most. And these are the people that trust you the most. So there it is a it is a relationship that's balanced. And, and like you mentioned, Yvette, we've talked about your tribe in the past. And, and, you know, for us, when Yvette and I were talking about this episode, we wanted to dedicate this episode to having a tribe and the importance of having a tribe. Because to me, your tribe is everything. It really is everything. These are the people who support you through thick and thin, people who see you at your best and encourage you to be the very best you can be. These are people that see you at your worst, you know, when you go out and you have a little bit too much to drink. Mm-hmm. 
They don't want telling you about yourself, telling you about yourself. Right. You know, holding you your right. Yeah, holding holding your hair back while you while you getting sick, right? That's these are these type of people, right? Yeah, where they go to the doctor with you, type of people, right. type of people where you know they're like the first or the second person you call, good, bad, or indifferent. Something happens in your life. These are these are these type of people, and you know. We've talked about being intentional with your life. That's also being intentional who's in your life. That's also being intentional about having boundaries and reinforcing those boundaries for me, because that keeps my peace. Because I'm quick to tell somebody no if it don't align with me. But I've learned to get to this point because we had this conversation of the last episode. We tell people like, don't go out there trying to do it all and be like, no. You know, and right. people know. Um, you like ease into it. Like I've eased into it to the point where I am today. I'm very quick to say no if it don't serve me. I don't have to really kind of think about it because um, now my gut is kind of driving me. But it it's actually a scientific fact in theory. Why, as you get older, your 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 squad becomes a tribe. And there's actually a theory behind it. And her name, um, and there's a doctor, her name is Dr. Laura Carstensen. And it's a theory called social emotional selectivity theory. Say that fast. Social emotional selectivity theory, which argues that as people age, they invest more time in rewarding and meaningful activities. Therefore, as the older you get, people start to prune their social networks and focus on those individuals and relationships that are more emotionally satisfying. So it's just not me being quirky. It's actually scientific fact. When you get older, you start pruning your network. Um, and so as the theory explains, this is when we're younger, we're all like kind of future oriented goals, like say becoming increasingly more popular and more successful. That's mostly what drives you. But as you get older, the more focused you are on the time you have left mm. and presently how you're fulfilling those interactions, like being able to talk for hours with a friend who you can truly be yourself around. And when you know that you have one or two great friends, it's what'll make you happy down the line. So why waste time about worrying about anything else about being, having a huge squad because you got two, three, four, you know, some people got four like me. Some people got maybe more than four, but less than 10 or 10 people that you can completely rely on. And you don't need 25 gaggle of people and, you know, no, to really right. say that you're fulfilled. So um, it's, it's, a, it's an actual scientific fact, no, Erica, because of course, you know, yeah. we do Googling. I find out these, these little new these little nuggets, but yeah. Well, scientific. And that's true. Yeah, no. And, and I could totally, I totally co-sign with that because if you think about when you're younger, and, you know, you go back, if you think about uh, your life when you're younger and we're, you know, starting school or starting, you know, sometimes in our lives, we really, it's about that being liked, you know, being in connection with people. Mm -hmm. And it's really getting, casting the wider net of people. And as you get older and through experiences, you realize that some of those people that you cast a wider net and were in your circle we're really not people that should have been in your circle in the first place, but yeah. you didn't know, you know, at that time you're young, you're, you know, we're all friends, we're all doing things and through it and through experiences, some of those people weed themselves out because we grow and we change, we evolve. Some people you have to weed out because uh -huh. of whatever, some circumstance or you're growing apart and that happens people. 
you grow apart and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just, you're just changing. We continue to change as people, as humans. As people. And sometimes yep. as we change and evolve, the people that are along with us for the ride may not evolve in a way that is compatible with how we evolve. And yep. that's okay. And where we want to go. And yep. that's, and totally. that's okay. You know, and I think Absolutely. sometimes people feel like, but I've known her since I was three. So, so? It's, it's okay. The three-year-old versions of both of you are not the you know 30 years later version of you yep. you know so I, I think people preach. people change yeah so I I can totally co-sign with that and I and I think as we do get older our priorities change we are more with pardon expression you know you just don't want to be with the bullshit you just don't you're just mm. not interested oh. in it you don't want any yep. part of it so yep. I get that yep. totally Mm-mm. agree preach I so totally agree it's super important to consider who is in your inner circle because those people are going to deeply and profoundly influence you. So you need to do some kind of relationship housekeeping. And as Erica said, not everybody will make it in the inner circle and that's totally okay. That's totally okay. You know, and, and people since you've known since grade school, but if their life is filled with drama, complaining with no action and just making just bad choices, yeah, so you know them since grade school. But so? But, but let me say you, this too. Can I just, yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off for one quick second. Let yeah. me just say this too. Just because people are not in your tribe, you know, that, that group of people, doesn't mean that they can't be in your life. So, so I don't want you to, because I don't want you to be like, you about to do Terminator, all your people in your life, (laughs) you're going to take them all down. No, 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 no. Because you're not in my, you're not in my tribe. So you out of my life. No, 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 no. It's not that cut and dry folks. And we know that there's some things that are complicated because I know in my life, I have some relationships that are complicated. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and you have them and you, and you work with them, but they're a little complicated and you try to work them through. So, so you kind of have to look at that too. So I just want to, please continue. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to throw that I, in there. Cause, Cause I am, I am kind of very cut and dry. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't mean it in, 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 it may come across, but I don't mean it that way. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I may operate that way, but I don't mean for you all to go out there and just start 86 and people. I'm not saying right. that at all, but, but there is, there is truth to the saying, right. You know, people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Absolutely. And that, that, that's, that quote is just about this type of conversation we're having. It's just like, not everybody's going to be in there for a millennial. You know, it's, it, it's not everybody. Some people right. are there for a reason, a season, and some people are going to be in your life for a lifetime. And this season goes with family, and that's a whole different conversation. But, you know, say you interact with tens and hundreds of thousands of people a year. Just look at it that way. But there are only going to be a handful of people and activities you make time for religiously. You know, for example, every week, Eric and I, we chit-chat, we connect, we make time for that. You know, um, sometimes we 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 don't do our things, you know, like every quarter, like we say, might be every couple quarters, but we still go out and do things. We still make that we still make the effort and and invest in that connection. Um, And it's super important that you find those people in your life who 
you religiously make time for and you look at that relationship and you're like, okay, they feed you, you feel them. It's, it's, there's a saying, it's like, you know, go, where do you go to refill your well? Right. You're out there trying to be, be all end all for everybody, but where do you go to get to, to refill your well, to have someone look out for you, to tell you about yourself, good, bad, or indifferent? Where do you go? And look at your tribe. You know, who, who in your life can you go to who, if you're just like down and you can give them a call and not for them to fix it, maybe for them just to listen. Yeah, agreed. Just to be there. Right. I'm like, do you have anybody or is everybody calling you and dumping on you with their problems and their stuff? And you have no space to even say, hi, I'm having not a great day because it's all about them. Like, just think about it. Right. And so. You know, I may have said to come out like swinging like the Terminator 86 and everybody, but that's really not um, the intent that I really meant. What I would love for people to do is just like, so how do you go about thinking about building your strong foundation to make an assessment of like, what, what do you want your tribe to look like? And, and who, who is your tribe? Agreed. And I Um, think that's a key word assessment. You really need to take an assessment. You know, yes. when, when you build your tribe, you want to build, it's a community for you. It's your community. Yeah. It's your people. And these are yep. people who give you strength, inspire you. These are people who allow you to be who you are. We always talk about authenticity, right? Be yep. who you are and not be fe- that you feel like you're being judged. I think yep. another word I want to throw out is being vulnerable. Like you alluded to that, Yvette. Yep. You need people that when you're vulnerable, you are comfortable being vulnerable, cries, ugly cries, not cry, Uh, uh you know, um, you, Uh you going ballistic on the phone. I'm about to kill Uh everybody. No girl, don't kill Uh everybody. You know, you, you want people in your (laughs) life who are, who are there to kind of bring you down from certain places, allow you to share your emotions. And like you said, Yvette, and I totally agree. Just listen. Sometimes I call you and I just need you to listen. Yep, I don't need just, you to tell me what to do. I'm not asking nope. for advice. I'm not, I nope. just need you to listen. And sometimes when by li- you just not saying anything and listening, I figure it out. You work it out. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you so much for listening. That like, and, the per- and the person has to know that that's what you need them for at that time. Yep. You know, and, we, and, we, and sometimes, and sometimes you got to say, I just need, I just need someone to listen, just, just to hear me out. And sometimes you need to, to, to see the conversation with what you need, because not everybody, not everybody knows, like you got to teach people how you want to be treated. One of those things is also by letting them maybe like, you know, letting them know, I just, I just, I just need someone to listen to me for a minute, you know, and, and, and that's fair enough. But the first thing, I think there's three big swaths of steps that you can take um, to build this strong foundation for your tribe. And the first one is assess yourself, right? Um, now this is not you checking out other people. This is you checking in with you. And Erica said it like being authentic, your authentic self and asking yourself questions like, are you in control of the relationships in your life? Or are you, are you ceding that control to others? Like, you know, that standing brunch weekend, which turns into a hot mess express or the conference you've attended for years, just because other people that you've known and your friends are involved, someone told you to, you should go. You know, when is the last time any of those interactions 
provided value to you or allowed you to give value. And it's just not your tribe isn't just about you just like siphoning it off all the goodness from sucking the life out of people. It's a reciprocal relationship mm-hmm. where you provide value to them and they provide value to you. You provide support, vulnerability, safety to them, and they do the same for you. And so looking at your relationships and do, when you hang out with people, do you feel drained, broke, or energized? Do you feel inspired? Right. Mm -hmm. And I think the first thing is to start looking at, you know, what I did is deciding on the rules of engagement of people in my life so that I could take back control and be intentional um, and just start looking at how I'm looking at and listening to what my body was telling me, how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling drained, if I'm feeling hyped. Right. Am I feeling inspired? Do I feel I can take on the world? Do I feel, you know, like a piece of shit? Right. Or do I feel like I am the best version of myself every time I'm around these people? It's just and it's and it's got nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with you. So the first thing is check yourself, you know, take an assessment of your of how you feel. Just do this as one day. Just how do you feel when you have a conversation, when that number pops up up on your phone? Are you like, oh, I don't want to pick up, <laughs> right? Or are you like, oh, snap, you know? It's just, just take that, that two seconds and pause just to check out how you feel. So that's the first thing, I think, first step. The second one would be check out your habits and what you're in your activity, like what you're doing. You know, like, what did you do over the past week? What do you feel what was worth your time? What wasn't? Like, what what would you do again? Like, without question, what would you invest more time in? Again, you see, it has really nothing to do with the other people. It's really about you checking out what's best for you and how you feel and how you become the best version of you. And then the last is, then you check out the other folks, I would say. Um, who are you spending time with? And who do you want to spend more time with? Um, and who you don't. And, and that helps you come to, well, it helped me. I'll speaking for myself. It helped me come to my, you know, my four, my quarter, you know, my, my four quarters. They make up my whole dollar, my whole hundred bill, my whole thing, my whole life, these four people. Um, and it took me a while to get to this point and, and it wasn't pretty. Right. You know, and, but it helped me to realize the importance of who's in this tribe, because as I started off, we started off the episodes, it's like first person I call, if it's not my husband, it's Erica. And so like, who do you have in your life that you can, that, that they're your number one or number two, and you're you're their number one or number two. That's a that's the beginning of your tribe, in my humble opinion. I would have to say. I don't yeah, know about you, Erica. No, I don't disagree. I mean, I think I think the the last step. I mean, I do think. Yeah, you always have to take stock of yourself, and and you know, like they always say, you can't love anybody if you don't love yourself first. And you have to kind of take, you know, um, some some sometimes you have to just take stock. Right. Because sometimes the energy we attract, I'm very big on energy. Sometimes we attract energy that is not 
beneficial for us. So sometimes we have to kind of take a look at ourselves and kind of see if I, if I'm always having this particular result with people, maybe I need to look introspectively at myself to just see, is this something that I'm doing that's kind of generating this kind of reaction? And sometimes that's hard, right? Um, just, just kind of taking a look at yourself. And this is across all boundaries, right? We're talking friendship, romance, career, all of that, right? Sometimes you got to look, take stock, right? But we're talking about tribes mm-hmm. right now. But I think that that's one thing. Um, and really, you know, taking stock of, of who's in your circle, who you perceive is in your circle, who, you know, if you think about it, you know, this person, every time I give them good news about something that's happening in my life, they always want to jump around talking about what they have going on. It's almost, Mm -hmm. they don't want to give me the space for me to share Mm -hmm. what good, bad, or indifferent. It always has to be, well, what's happening to you versus, you know, when I, when I need you, or I want to talk to you or share something with you, it kind of becomes about you. Is that, you know, something that I just think, oh, that's just how, you know, this person is, or is there something that I continue to kind of watch the behavior to see, well, are you really there for me? You know, I'm there for you all the time, but are you there for me? You know? And I think Mm -hmm. those are types of things that you have to assess, uh, things that you have to look at. It's very personal and it's not easy. And like I said, it doesn't mean they are out of your life. It just means that maybe your relationship becomes a little different where they might not be that one or second person that you call but that, that is a person you still care about and you want yep. them to be in your life. And that's, and that's okay. Cause it doesn't, you know, your tribe is that group of people, whatever that group is for you, it's that group of people, but there are other people there. It's like concentric circles, right? Where you're in the center and it's really concentric circles as to where people lie on those circles. Some could be super far away. Your tribe is in the middle. You know, your tribe is mm-hmm. the next thing to you let's say mm-hmm. the first circle outside that's your tribe but there are other people that kind of lay in the other circles and your relationship with them is reflective of where they stand in those circles so yeah yep. yeah no truth all all truth no type no lies told you know i think that that's I think, important i think the goal is is not for relationships to be transactional but they are to be transformational i'm gonna say that again the goal is not for relationships to be transactional, but to be transformational. And authentic. Like, yeah. And authentic. And in authentic. order to get to be transformational, you have to be authentic, be able to come as you are, you know, warts and all, all the, you know, you being your authentic self, being able to cry, laugh, talk, curse, because, you know, I curse like a seller at times, you know, and just don't, and don't have to worry about feeling like you're being judged. Just coming as you who yeah. as you are you know and and the idea to is be, not to- yeah i'm sorry if you're trying to be something that you're not with a group of yeah. people i'm sorry it's got to get this out if you're trying yeah. to be <laughs> someone that you're not in a group of people then that's not your people nope 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 nope, nope and they never nope. will be your people because they're trying to never. make you into something that you're not so that, i'm sorry you. that kind of the spirit hit me i had to say go on event i'm sorry no no you're true because it ain't you you know, you you trying to be someone or something to people that's truly not you. So they they don't even know the real you. Exactly. Because you're putting on a facade to fit in or to what, whatever, to have yeah. them like you, whatever that is. It's just like you, your tribe, first thing off the top 
is you are you, authentic, warts and all, you know, no makeup, no teeth brush. Like I'm talking about you, you know, no shower for day. I'm talking about you, you and they accept you exactly for who you are um, without changing. So that's where, where I'm saying like relationships are not transactional. They're really to be transformational. And the idea is not to spend time just only with people you believe you can, that you can help you, but rather consider the long-term value of building a mutually beneficial relationship where you help them and they help you and you all having fun at it. So as you, as you look and assess, you know, and you maybe shrink your inner circle, you'll begin thinking of yourself as more of an architect of your environment. And I kind of like that being a and technology is just like you're building you're building the life that you want and in order to build the life that you want you need to be part you need to be able to determine which building blocks are going to be part of it and that includes the people that you spend your time with so as you forge deeper and more authentic relationships with smaller numbers of people who are genuinely important to you you will gain more context into their wants and their needs see you know vice versa, right? And they will likewise develop a full understanding of you as well. So you may never have a supersized network of people or tribe, but you don't need it because as long as you have a solid group of people who's got your back while you're dealing shit in the front and vice versa, that's all you really need. Right, right, exactly. So we'll end this podcast by saying this. Your tribe is a gift. It's a gift. There's nothing like your tribe, nothing like it. These are the people that are as close to you as those closest to you (laughs) can be. Yep. So you need to feed into those relationships. You need to cultivate those relationships. And if you don't feel that you have a tribe, then build one for yourself. Build your tribe, take stock of the people in your life. And as Yvette mentioned, those steps, you know, take, take a look at those steps, take a little assessment internally, take an assessment externally and start building those people. A tribe is transformational. Totally agree with that. It's a, it's a transformational thing. It will change your life because they will help you in all aspects of your life. And there's nothing like it. So I just want to say your tribe is a gift. It is a gift. So definitely make sure that you, you um, water that plant, you know, that's known as your tribe. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a saying that says, you show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Think of that Mm -hmm. when you're thinking about your tribe, you know, the future that you want, is that reflected in who you spend in time with and what you doing? Exactly. There's a quote, I, you know, there's a quote that I saw that I really like too. It says, find your tribe, love them hard. It's really, yeah. it. it's very basic. Just find those people and love them hard and just be there for each other. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing. Yes. Hug them so hard to snap them out their nose. Well, Lord. maybe not that hard. <laughs> not that hard. <laughs> you, today you just, what? <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. Everybody, thank you for listening. Um, you find that tribe, all right? And until the next time, bye. Did you just love what you heard on this week's episode? Well, 
The answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and some feedback. Spreading the word is really the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you.